All right, welcome everyone. Another episode of the Army in Time podcast. And I told you on a post during the week, um, this was going to be a pretty good episode. So I brought I brought my confidant, um, <laughs> Jason, from Watch Rolling uh, this week. How you doing, bro? Doing pretty good. Good evening, everybody. Nice, nice. Yeah. So this episode, I, I told Jason if he wanted to come in because... One of the things that I wanted to do was I originally I wanted to go through every army MOS and uh match it with watches. And then I quickly realized there's way too many fucking jobs in the army <laughs> in the military. I was like, man, I gotta start grouping. So I started grouping some, but um I want it from another service perspective. So we all know, you know, the the the, the Air Force came from the army, so I didn't want the Air Force. So <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay, we're gonna do the Navy who owns the Marines. <laughs> oh jeez. Let's not get this started. I can I can see the comments streaming yeah. now. So I was like, I was like, okay, let's let's get I'm gonna get Jason on board. You know how many people um, just started choking on their crayons? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. People are throwing the crayons at me right yeah. now. And the Air Force, I don't know what they're doing, but they're mad. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna so, run really, really hard on their very nice running tracks. Uh, yeah. Oh dude. Yeah. So Their running tracks are fantastic. Oh, fantastic, man. They have no, like they, they flat as hell and <laughs> they perfectly freaking manicure, you know, it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's no issues in there. If you've um, ever been to Fort Dix, what is it? McDill Air Force Base that's across the way? No, Fort Mc, Dix? McDill is in Tampa. Yeah. Which is the one? Yeah. I, I don't remember which one is the anyways, one across All Dix. I know is that when I was at Fort Dix, I looked over and it was like I was with uh, Mustafa from from uh, Lion King, and he was like, "That's Fort Dix. We don't go over to Fort Dix." <laughs> from the Lion King, I was like, "Oh, okay." I'm, yeah, I'm the, the, yeah. But this episode, uh, we're gonna go through through different jobs in the Army and the Navy, and then we're gonna match them with watches. And there's gonna be some watches that. Are, uh, are a little bit of a, a fun take on what yeah. we think that what that job should have as a watch. So don't get pissed off. I know 50% of the, <laughs> the listeners are already pissed off because <laughs> my jokes at the beginning, but the rest don't get pissed off uh, too much. And yeah. then, look, we can't mention every single watch out there. So what I did on my side, and we took different perspective on this, so... Um, on my side, what I did was I tried not to repeat too many watches. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then I also tried to do watches. They're not the typical watch that people in that job already use. Yeah. So, you know, don't get mad no. when I get to SF and I don't this mention this a Mariner. <laughs> this is all good natured. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I only picked I only picked two watches yeah. for it for like the like the serious sailor like yeah. and I, by serious I mean people that actually do physical labor for work. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and then the what we like to call the clown sailor. Um, it's the person that wears a turtleneck during summer while they're on a roving watch, because we all know they're not actually roving if they're wearing a turtleneck in the summertime. They're not standing yeah. that watch. Yeah, not not at all, not at all. So. Yeah, we uh, we're gonna start going through this because it's a pretty good, pretty long list. Yeah. So we're gonna start going through this. So for the army, I started with with Intel. 
Um, there was too many jobs in Intel, but a while back, one uh, Christopher Ward released a watch that they grouped it as a PSYOP watch. So it was um, a PSYOP. It's not Intel. I got it. But I thought it was pretty cool because I don't know if you've seen it, man. Like the the crown mm -hmm. goes in, into the case. Oh, nice. So like you see the watch, it has a crown, you use it or whatever, and it retracts into the case. And I was like, damn, that's a pretty cool, that's a pretty cool watch. So it's it's different. And we all know that Intel people are are different and special and, and, uh, mm. and a little awkward. So I was like, this is the perfect watch for them. But it's a really good watch. I, I think it, it looks pretty good. I like Christopher Ward. Um, and, you know, it's it's like Christopher Ward Sealander Elite is what it's called. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, and so it's a pretty it's a pretty cool looking watch. I, I covered it before one time. Oh, that's kind of cool looking. Yeah, yeah, it looks it looks pretty good, and and that crown pops. I don't, dude, I don't know how, what the operation looks like, how the how the watch crown, yeah. you know, how you get it in and out. But I thought it was a unique a unique perspective on a watch, and for the um, dial's nicely yeah. textured. Oh yeah, dude, Alexa, it, it has a pretty cool texture. Man, there's stuff. a lot of depth in there, and it's got those um mm -hmm. like holes along the yeah the bezel. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. that crown's yeah, pretty snazzy. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely it's different, you know. So it's a psyops watch. Yeah, it's it. That's what they called it. They call does it, it like PSYOP. does it does it play like Welcome to the Jungle at two hundred fifty decibels Dude, from, from an unknown radio station? <laughs> I have no nowhere? idea, but I remember. Okay, I'm just wondering. I mean, because that's that's yeah, my they, experience with psyops. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I don't. Honestly, I don't know, but freaking. Does it shoot pamphlets out? <laughs> Like when when you when you put the the crown out, it's Please just message the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know. But my uh, my second pick, oh. I was like, all right. So what can I pick? We all know the Intel Intel people are nerds. So I was like, the Casio calculator, the calculator. Oh, yeah, watch. That thing's legit. I was like, dude, they can put their secret messages on that shit. <laughs> Yeah, they can fucking use that thing. I was like, hell yeah. So I was like, yeah, Casio calculator. So you don't have to spend a lot of money and it, it goes with personalities of Intel. Yeah, those are cool <laughs> little watches. Yeah, they are. They definitely are. I like them. There's a ton of them too, right? Ton of them. Holy smokes, man. Them. It's way too many. Man, sometimes. you can get a gold one. Yes. Yes, you can get a gold you know one. You can get a gold one, man. The thing is, it's, it's crazy. When you got to encrypt messages at 12, but you got a hot date at six. <laughs> then you need exactly. the Casio Charlie Alpha exactly. 506 hey, Golf Tac 9 Alpha Victor Tango. <laughs> that thing's pretty sweet, man. It's got a gold plated bracelet. Yeah, yeah. And you know Did what's I, funny? It's what? on the bottom of the case it says calculator. In case in case you didn't know. <laughs> like just in case you didn't know. This is a calculator too. Dude, I'll tell you. I'll tell you so... what, this one's probably got more water resistance than the watch I picked. <laughs> Really? Yeah, let me check. Uh, it doesn't say. It just says water resistance. <laughs> Gold ion plated band. Dude. Hmm. Yeah, Five-year battery. Gold. Yeah. Pretty so yeah, it's, it, I think it's a pretty pretty cool watch for the people. Sixty-nine that, bucks. It likes to do sketchy things. Yeah. So I, let me let me let me do mine. I, I'm gonna go with my 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 serious watch first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess 
it's appropriate that I do a wrist check. Oh, nice. Yeah. I have on my marathon TSAR. Nice. Which is the quartz version of the watch I'm going to yeah. choose as my serious watch. I'd like to explain why. So the watch I want to choose is the 41 millimeter GSAR, the government search and rescue for marathon. It's a 41 millimeter dive watch. It's the automatic version of the watch I own. And I only chose the quartz because I got it. I got it for a great price and I wanted one of them either way. Yeah. And I like this one because I got something really, really, really beefy that I can yeah. just pick up and go. I'm a, I don't have to do anything with it. I don't have to put in a winder or nothing. Yeah. Um, it comes with different dial options. Usually the ones most people are known, know about are the black dial and the white dial, the polar yeah. dial. Yeah. You can get the standard issue sterile dial. Or you can get the issue with the government, mark, U.S. government marking on it. Yeah. You can even get fancy. There's some that I'll, some that'll have like a, a Canadian maple leaf. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, I've so seen for those. Eric, I don't know. Eric doesn't have one yet. Shout out to Rico's <laughs> Watch Podcast. I mean, you know, um, you should get that get that Canadian goodness. But you can yeah. get a sterile. You can get the U.S. government. You can get the Marine Corps EGA on there, mm-hmm. which is pretty stinking cool. And the maple leaf is gray, which is the awesome part. Um, and then there's an Arctic white dial. You can get that done. And then there's uh, the standard issue brush stainless case. Yeah, and the anthracite IP coated. Which I'm not really big on the anthracite, but if people like, you know, like super you know, blacked out stuff, that's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. And so one of the best things I like about this watch, and the reason why I say it, and I'll, I'll it comes with the Salita SW200 movement, but with Inca block. So for those people that aren't familiar with Inca block, it's a liar shape or double cone style shock absorber. And it's an anti-shock device that was introduced all the way back in 1938. Now I'm getting this information from Caliber Corner. If anyone's never used Caliber Corner before. Yeah. kick-ass website i mean you can learn anything about caliber corner and uh you can learn about your invicta or <laughs> you know your whatever from caliber corner um but it, it's shaped like a liar for those you don't know that little funky uh pan guy from greek mythology that's like half goat yeah. and is trying to take your girl uh he yep. plays a liar yep. um and then inca block in their own words it's a shock protection system it's a trade name it's a spring-loaded mounting system the jewel bearings that support the balance wheel and a mechanical watch to protect the wheel's delicate pivots from damage in the event of physical shock, such as if the watch is dropped. And so why did I bring this up? Well, because every single deck material on board a naval ship, I don't care yeah. where you are, is hard. They're yeah. all hard. So it's either straight metal or it's metal with some kind of you know PRC or tile on it. But basically, there is no shock absorption anywhere on any decking on any U.S. naval ship. And then God forbid... You drop your watch down a ladder well. Well, it's hitting hard ass stainless steel ladder wells yep. with uh with non-skid treads on them and then bouncing all the way down <laughs> and then bouncing off the deck combing or something. And I'm pretty sure your watch wouldn't survive that anyways. But yeah, um, I feel like the marathon G SAR would because we've talked about it before. And I, I almost went yeah. with this serious watch price that I would I think I would have sounded too homerish. I almost went with the sector deep, specifically yeah, yeah. because of its destro left-handed crown. Yeah. Um, I think that's the only thing for this watch that would make it better if they had an LHD version. Because when I talk about sailors mm-hmm. that work on board ships, I'm talking about so I was an engineer, so we worked down in the hole. And I want to shout out um I think it was the US Navy or one of the major commands had a picture on LinkedIn recently of a fireman working down on a specific piece of equipment, but it was like a really raw picture. You saw yeah. the sailor, she was down there working and she's coveralls, she's filthy. She's nice. doing, you know, one of the most uh, unforgiving jobs you can do on board a ship at any specific yeah. time. And I feel like, cause that's what the Navy is to me. The Navy yep. is to me, 
Um, people can talk all the crap about us being taxis or whatever the hell they want or et cetera, et cetera. But the bottom line is, man, there's a whole bunch of sailors out there doing some pretty unforgiving jobs. And yeah. I feel like this TSAR, we joke around, but you could be, you know, taking blue bowl samples at, you know, 10 hundred and going out on a hot date at 1900. Um, <laughs> yeah. because you know, it, it, it's stainless steel, it's three sixty yeah. miles stainless steel, which is standard stainless steel. Let's not make it out. Like it's, it's doing anything special, but you yeah. know, if you got anything on it, you could take your watch. It's got the screw down crown on it. You could take it. You could run it under some soap and water. You can clean it up. You could dry it off with a towel. And this thing could go from being the watch you wore all day in a pretty serious environment to looking yeah. pretty good at night. This is a, this is a very attractive piece and it screams capability. I mean, all the way from its neural crown to the, the very thick, I don't, I don't even want to call them coin edge bezel because it's not, but the watch has got that shock absorber system, the 26 joules. Um, they talk about the scale quantity is two, the scale range is you know, 13 to 24. Uh, it's got a date function. Uh, it's got tritium gas tubes and Mariglow. So the 12 o'clock pip on the bezel inserts Mariglow, but everything else is tritium tubes. And why did I bring that up? Well, if you were a sailor that yep. at nighttime, you got to maintain your night vision. This tritium glows soft enough for you to see it, but it's not going to jack up your night vision. So this would be a perfect watch for anyone that stands watch on the bridge at nighttime or, or any of the lookouts. A lot of the lookouts are outside. Yeah. Um, you know, they'll be able to see what time it is. So they know when someone's relieving them 30 minutes late for watch. Uh, so there's no, there's no misunderstanding when they, when they get upset and punch them in the face for relieving them. We don't watch. Um, uh, screw in crown, super big. And, uh, that's another thing I want to address on this. Cause I hear a lot of people joke around about like the water resistance and the screw down crown. Yeah. You get more moisture and humidity and general wetness overall in the Navy than people realize, especially if you have like an engineering job or a deck type mm -hmm. job where you work outside, are we diving in the water? Not always, but there are sailors that go out on rib boats yeah. They go out and do, you know, boat to boat transfers, um, that are staying in watch. Um, you go on some of the smaller ships and you're talking like, you know, heavy season if they're outside based on a certain sea state, you know, they're getting splashed with waves, um, helo operations, you know, I mean, all this stuff, mm -hmm. it's just dirty, dirty, dirty. So having that screwing crown is better than just yeah having a push pull crown because I mean, you can get anything in there and, and then, you know, some of the ships have different ventilation systems that yeah. I, I don't know how, and they're not really secret, but basically overpressurized to the atmosphere outside yeah so uh anywhere there's an opening air is going to get yep. pushed in if that air has got a lot of humidity and moisture in it then it's going to get pushed in your watch if you don't have a screw down crown yeah. um i think the knurling if your hand was wet or something like that it's super handy um i almost exclusively try to get neural crowns if i can especially my mods yeah. because my hands are jacked up yeah. uh what else uh, it's brushed you need directional bezel 60 minute scale. So if you're doing maintenance or something like that, you got to time something, you can time this evolution on there. Uh, 30 atmospheres. Atmosphere is 10 feet. Yep. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Standard. Uh, 41 millimeter case diameter. Now it is a thick boy. It's chunky. 40, <laughs> it's 40, 41. It's 14 millimeters thick. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you, I don't know how it is in the army. Enlighten me, Alex. But like when we're on ships and we get underway and we go to Liberty ports, yo, we ain't putting on suits. No, no, yeah. I mean, no. The officers, maybe, like, not even for us, not even yeah. the officers, man. Yeah. So, you know, like, we're not trying to rock like long sleeve shirts. You yeah. know, you can't look like a clown, and you know, I'll put it to you this way: you can't look like you're from the middle of Texas. You can't yeah. look like you're from Compton. You can't look like you're from Iowa or, or yeah. you're a fisherman from like Northeast. Yeah. You got to look like standard American is what they want you to do. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so this is a watch that would look sharp enough, I feel, especially if you had on the bracelet. Yeah. You know, and it comes with 20 millimeter lug width. So even if you had it on NATO, NATO style strap, because you don't want to get yeah. sued by anybody. I know, right? We got it on a NATO <laughs> style strap. Um, but if you had your bracelet already sized, you could put your bracelet on before you left for the night and you'd have a nice solid metal looking piece yeah. that's totally capable. And I think for the 12 to $1,500 price range, like 11 to $1,200 for the quartz TSAR, and I think about 1500 for the, uh, automatic, the, the GSAR, you got yeah. a watch that would easily last you your first two, um, duty stations. Yeah. So on average, like eight to 10 years. Right. And, and it's, it's just a handy hardy piece. Yeah, I agree, man. I, you know, I have, um, I, you know, marathon makes some, some really cool pieces, man. And and I think that a lot of times, let's be honest, like military guys, majority of military guys like big watches, you know, yeah. that's, I mean, they're used to wearing like old school G-Shocks are like, 50 millimeters, you know, yeah. and like 18 high, you know, yeah. so they're, they're like big watches. And I think that that's still a, that's a very refined watch for military people while at the same time being very, very beefy. And like, it, it lets you know, it can stand anything, you know? Yeah. And, and, and at the end of the day, I think, you know, sometimes I think people, people are like, I want 800 meters of water resistance <laughs> and, but I want it to be, five millimeters thick you know it's yeah. like what the fuck you, you, you know so like yeah it, you know i think is um it serves it serves the purpose for what the watch was made you know and i, and I think it's a great watch so i mean unfortunately the rest of the studio audience can't see it but one day you will hint 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 yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that i have a seven and a half inch wrist and this is it yeah. on a mushy watch straps gray yeah. nato yeah nato style nato sorry <laughs> nato style <laughs> But I mean, look, it doesn't look super big on my wrist. No, it looks good. And I have a, you know, I have a decent sized wrist, but it's not the biggest yeah. wrist in the world. But yeah. I think, and that's, and I'm glad you brought that point up, Alex, because I think that's it. Like, especially if you're a person who has experience with a G-Shock. Yeah. This is going to feel downright normal. This yep. is going to feel small. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. going it, to, it may almost feel too small for you if you're only yep. a G-Shock person. Yep. And then you realize that, um, you know, it's got a very deep um, dial setting yep. in the case because it's got the tritium gas tubes yep. on the indices and on the hands. So it needs that clearance for the hands yep. over the tritium gas tubes. It's got a silver chapter, stainless steel chapter ring. Yeah. So I'm telling you when that, when it's low light and that tritium's glowing, it reflects off the, it kind of lights up the whole little, yeah. the whole dial and everything. So you can see it really well, but it doesn't screw up your eyesight. It's just a, yeah, no, it's I, just, you know, like you were saying like, you know, on, on, on a boat, you're going to be working. And sometimes, you know, you might be working inside the, 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 the vessel and you're working there for long times. There's no sunlight coming in. So where are you going to get your, your, yeah. your, you know, your light to, to loom the, uh, you know, the, the watch. So tritium, dude, that's, that's a no brainer. Yeah. Cause at nighttime we're all red lights everywhere. Exactly. Anywhere, anywhere adjacent to the ships, red lights. Exactly. So, and, so uh, it, it, yeah. it makes a lot of sense is, you know, it's, and there's a 36 yeah. millimeter version. I didn't even, I didn't even touch mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. You know, they go all the way up to 46, which is the, the JSR. The JSR. The jumbo. <laughs> the jumbo. <laughs> you know, but I mean, if you got a smaller wrist or if you just like a smaller watch, yeah. they got a 36 millimeter just as capable. Yeah. Which for watch people, 
<clears throat> I think that's a great option too because uh, watches are coming down in size so much that I think the 36 is a is a is is a size that a lot of people are okay with using nowadays. Yeah. The smallest that, I have is a 39 millimeter. Yeah, me too. That's the sector deep. Yeah. And it's kind of a misnomer because the bezel is yeah. so wide. Yeah, cuz in reality, you know, the bezel makes it like a 40. So but I I, I do like I do like um the 39. I was thinking the other day I might buy another <laughs> just a, another 39. I don't know, man. This is this is out of this gets out of control quick. <laughs> if we if we ever do something live, we need to do a state of the collection. Oh yeah, yeah. I think we, that'd be definitely. interesting. <clears throat> definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But that's my uh that's my super serious squid watch. Nice. Nice. What's your non-super serious? Oh, you want to do this now? Do it. Do oh. it. <laughs> so so um so going back to my previous joke or or uh, anecdote about sailors that wear turtlenecks when they're standing in a roving watch. So <laughs> the point of that is if, if you're not familiar with the ship, you know, a lot of ships will have like so like some of the bigger carriers can be like eight decks deep and the deck is just a floor, right? For like a building. Um, and some of the watches, you got to go up and down vertical ladders, right? It's, it's physically taxing. Like you're climbing up and down ladders, like eight yeah. stories, bro. Like it's, it's a, uh... and so you would just look at the sailor that was standing in one of these watches. And if they're wearing a foul weather coat or they're wearing a turtleneck, you know, the joke was nah, they ain't standing that watch, bro. There's no yeah. way. <laughs> Cause I would be like a sweating mess when I was yeah, standing exactly. that watch and I was an e E1, right? Whatever. Yeah. And uh, so one of the things I would also kind of align with that would be not necessarily sailors with fancy watches, but I could have, man, I could have went like down a rabbit hole with this one, but I'm going to say sailors with fancy watches. And so, <laughs> and by fancy, what do I mean? Like now that I know enough, this watch would have looked too fancy to be doing any real work. Yeah. Um, or, something like a super jangly Jubilee bracelet because yeah, yeah, yeah. for those of you who don't know, I mean, like I've said a million times, man, a Navy ship's just a giant metal box. Yeah. Right. So imagine like a tank that's 500 feet long, 66 feet wide. Yeah. And there's you're bumping into stuff all over the place, right? Like you're just hitting stuff. You're getting caught on stuff. If you're working on machinery, your hands are in tight places, you know, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be yeah. apologies. I had pizza for dinner and, um, <laughs> You know, so you just look at the watch and you're like instant, like, yo, that person, like, <laughs> like, like, like if you're wearing cologne to go on watch, like, yeah, really? yeah. what are you doing? Like hair yeah. gel? It's flammable. It, Come on, man. Yeah. Like, hair's already flammable. Anyways. <laughs> so I'll, I can't wait to tell you this. One. Okay. So my choice for the sailor, they ain't doing what they're supposed to be doing at the appropriate time. Watch is the brew metric PVD black. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's hilarious. Okay, so I I believe in I believe in dishing out stuff like this, like a like an Oreo cookie. Yeah. So let me give you let me give you some cookie goodness first. <laughs> it's it's highly contrasted. Yeah, the dial in the hands. So theoretically, at nighttime, you could see it. Black yeah. dial, white indices. Um, it's hard to tell if, on my computer if it's red or orange. Um, second, it's, hand, red, it's reddish. Right? Okay, yeah. so reddish hand. It's got like an orange tinge, but that could be my computer. Yeah. Um, uh, other than that, <laughs> uh, 36 millimeters, case diameter, 36 by 41. Uh, case thickness, 10.75 millimeters, according to the website. I've seen yeah. one in real life. They're really handsome. Or yeah, they nice are. They are. Watches. But we're talking about in the context of, context of being on board a ship. 
Yeah. So that thickness is pretty thin. So, I mean, you could theoretically wear this with a dress watch. I mean, with a dress uniform or something. Uh, lug width, 19.85 millimeters. <laughs> and it's yeah. an integrated bracelet. It right? is, yeah. So there, you're already shafted. I mean, anything goes wrong with this bracelet. If you get it stuck on anything, if you get snagged on anything, um, I don't know how how deep this PVD coating goes. <laughs> But I would I would take any kind of piece of metal angle iron. Uh, that thing's gonna Rocky Balboa this bracelet yeah. PVD coating. Yeah. Um, and then if it's if it's stainless steel underneath it, which according to the case material it is, you're gonna have a nice silver you know stainless steel gash on it. Uh, sapphire crystal, pretty good, designed to shatter, not scratch. Yeah. Um, and it will shatter on that ship. Uh, case backs, PVD, stainless steel, case material. The band is stainless steel PVD black, brushed and polished. Uh, it's got a folding class, micro adjustment style, black recessed subdials. Like I said, that's beautiful. Water resistance of 50 meters. And according to the website, it's a push-pull crown. This thing's yeah. never going to make it. Yeah, It's just not going to make it. You know, yeah. uh, unless you're like... My, <laughs> my favorite. I'm a, my favorite rating of all time. Operation specialist. <laughs> they, they, they probably... Hey, they do an important job. Yeah. They probably spend 18 to 20 hours of their day. Nah. 22 to 20, 20 to 22 hours of the day in air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> when they're on watch, they're in air conditioning, like freezing cold. Yeah. And then those, those are the guys that when people look at the movies, are the yeah. guys sitting they're there. Always like, yeah. We got we got a bogey bearing <laughs> 244. Yeah. Yeah. It's those guys. Yeah. Yeah. And then Tom Cruise watches waltzes in with a cigar in his mouth. But <laughs> um, but that could be a problem too, right? So, yeah. you know, especially if you're on older ships where the, the ventilation is kind of wonky at times, yeah. right? You go from a super cold space to a super warm space. Yeah. And, and you have a push-pull crown. You run the chance of condensation inside your crystal. Yeah. You know, that condensation builds up enough. Now you start to get, you know, essentially, you know, really water inside yeah. your movement, et cetera, et cetera. And then it's got a mecha quartz, which... Yeah. Bro, I can't. I can't. I've I've tried. Yeah. I got two Mecha Quartz chronographs right now that I can't sell. <laughs> I mean, if anybody wants like two Mecha Quartz watches for a hundred bucks, they're 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 snazzy. I'll sell them to you. Just hit me up because I can't sell them. No yeah. one wants them, and they're nice looking watches. But I yeah, know. I um. So the thing, the thing, man, like I'm not a I'm not a big um chronograph guy so yeah you know i don't i don't really get excited about chronographs and stuff but i do have a brew you know i have that bronze brew yeah yeah but you know it's it's it it's not at all a watch that you will use in um in a military setting you know like it, the loom is not great yeah the loom is is just very very little you know very little loom and um it, it serves no purpose. And mine is brown. It's not, you know, brown dial. Yeah. It's not even black dial. I mean, I and, even cut uh, you some slack on that bronze because like bronze brass, I mean, we got that stuff all over the ship. Yeah, but still like, and it's not bracelet, right? But the only time I use it is when I'm going to be in the office because if I'm, if I'm using some stuff like gear wise, yeah. you know, the pull, pull, pull push crown can come up. But at the same time, if if I'm outside and it's not sunny, and it's dark, I'm not going to see it because the hands are white, but the brown dial, it just disappeared like that. As soon as yeah. that sun goes down, 
can't see it in the loom is 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 too little. So like it's more of a casual, you know, watch and stuff. Yeah, and I um, and I just want to say, you know, like not not pooping on brew or anything. Nah, nah, nah. It's not. I just wanted to give like two drastic examples of, you know, <laughs> one one is um one is a watch enthusiast space watch, and yeah. one is in my humble opinion a timepiece. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That that marathon. Yeah, yeah. You can go anywhere, do anything. Yeah, and it's like, you know, I feel like the brew watches. There's gonna be a lot of finger snapping, this clapping. <laughs> you know, that's, you know, teach her own. Yeah. You know, turtlenecks with finger snapping. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So the the second job I I put in there for the <laughs> army was diver. Because I know everyone and their mama are going to want me to cover diver. He's like, oh, you got to cover diver. You got to be a diver. Um, so for this one, I had to know. I, I couldn't pick anything really funny for divers. But honestly, the watch that I think military divers should be using is um, Scarfa. Oh, yeah, man. Because okay. I think, you know, like a lot of times... Scurfa is Scurfa is 500 meters of water resistance. You can get them in titanium and still, you know, like the regular diver one is 300 bucks. Yeah. It's like 295, 295. And you get 500 meters of water resistance. It is quartz. Yeah. Paul Scurfa is a saturation diver. Exactly. And yeah. that's, that's what I was associated it with. Cause I was like, if this guy can use it as a saturation diver, military divers can use it. And this, and it's a watch that, you know, if you're doing, any type of welding underwater or whatever, it will take it and you can punish it and, and, you know, um, it, yeah, it'll be man. fine. The, I wanted one of those titanium ones so bad, yeah. but I was at work and I can't. Yeah. It's, it's hard. Or I work and, at, man, I can't, I'd have to take the, I'd have to take the day off and be at home in front of like my, <laughs> my work computer. Like I'd have to have my dog on my laptop and me on my desktop. Yeah. yeah. Teach him how to hit the button to buy one. You know what I mean? The, but I think, I think it's pretty cool. <clears throat> I like that watch. And since it's not expensive, I feel like a lot of people wouldn't feel bad about actually using the watch, you know, oh, and no. as a as a military diver. And, and it's a good looking know, watch. Yeah, it is a good looking watch. And I could have gone with with a lot of different watches, but I was like, I'm gonna go with Scurfa because I think Scurfa is, is is a tool watch, you know. So yeah, my and, buddy, my buddy T's got the Diver One D, yeah, one five hundred yellow, yeah, and and. T does all that stuff, man. Like sail yeah. paddle boards, like the whole nine. Like swims with yeah. dolphins and freaking <laughs> all that stuff. And um, he loves that thing, man. He absolutely yeah. raves about it. Yeah, yeah, it's a great watch. Freaking, I I know about. I know more, but that I talk regularly with two divers that, you know, they um they have scurfs and that's what they use for yeah. their daily. Well, the cool you thing know, is the bezel, watch. the bezel's aluminum too. Yep. yep. So it's going to get that cool old school. Like if you actually use it, yep. you know what I mean? It's going to get that, that worn and torn look. Yep. So I like it. I think it's, it's a good watch for them. And then since I couldn't pick a, 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 a funny watch, I was like, well, I'm going to pick a nice watch. So oh. for, for the diver, uh, for the officers that are divers and they're like, the diver you know, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a officer. So I, you know, I need something more, more expensive. So <laughs> I said, uh, I said the, the, the Seamaster SMP 300, 
Uh, I think that's a pretty cool watch. It's not freaking um if you know, hint, if you don't if you buy it through AFIS, you don't have to spend your fifty five hundred dollars. Yeah. But freaking um, you know, you're not spending eleven, twelve grand for a dive watch while well, at the same time it is it has a helium scape valve and all that cool stuff that my favorite you know, thing in the world. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, you need your helium to escape, man. Like, I know, exactly. It's been out of shape. So it's uh, it's something that me personally, I don't think other than saturation drivers, divers definitely need it. But other than that, eh. So, you but. You get the James Bond 60th anniversary. Exactly. The diamond bezel for $145,000. <laughs> Dude, that's, that, fuck that. That's too much, can, man. Can I give a hot take on this watch that I, I dig? Which one? The SMP 300. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking the diver 300 meters, right? Yeah, yeah 300 meters. Yeah. Okay. I like every single one without the wave pattern dial the most. Oh, yeah, know. that is a hot take because people like know. people love I, that I wave pattern. I don't know what it is about that wave pattern. Yeah. I think that it might be too symmetrical. Mm-hmm. And my eyes know that waves are not symmetrical. Yeah. Because like the now people talk a lot of crap about that bond one, yeah, uh, no time to die one, yeah, a double seven one, but that one has a, yeah, dude, that thing. So I, I ran into a guy. He's an officer, reserve yeah. officer. His wife's active duty. Yeah, ran into him at a vineyard of all places, and this is like right after I'd gotten my Zen, and I said, oh, excuse, I didn't even know him. For some reason, we started talking about something like wine or something. They sat next to us. And then we realized that uh, one time we had worked together. I'm like, oh. And then I noticed, I'm like, oh, man, is that is that the new bond? He's like, oh, yeah. It's all titanium. He's like telling me all this stuff about it. <laughs> he's like, here, takes it. He just takes it. Like, you know how you know he's a watch guy. He just takes it off and hands it to me. Yeah. I'm like, I could be anyone, bro. Like, I Yeah, mean, just take off running. <laughs> it have been the shortest run ever. But uh, yeah. And it was, it was just beautiful. And um, I gave him my Zen. He's like, oh, I've never seen one of these before. And I felt like, you know, like, yeah, it's yeah. like a quarter of what yours <laughs> um, <clears throat> I've also seen ones with the mm-hmm. wave dial. Yeah. And I don't know. Honestly, bro, I don't know what it is. It's something about it to my eyes. Yeah. But I think it's just my eyes. And I, I think if I, like, I think the white one, like the, the white dial ones, yeah. It's not so bad. Yeah, because that's the one I have, and I, I was looking at it. And I think that's probably you it's really hard to see the waves. Yeah. So yeah, because like when you showed me yours earlier, yeah, you lifted it up. Yeah, I can't even tell. It just looks yeah. like a really clean, crisp white, white dial. dial. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my only that's my only beef with it, yeah. other than it's not a planet ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah dude i'll tell you it's uh it's it's that is definitely a hot take because i I think i think from everyone that i have talked to or heard i'm trying to think i think everyone poo-pooed the ones that don't have yeah the wave pattern i got yeah i got this other hot take i think think when people lock in on what they like sometimes it's they just need something else to put this thing 
ahead of everything else in their mind. Yeah, yeah, right. One hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. whether it's whether it's like Fume dials or whether yeah. it's like a sunburst dial or yeah. whether it's sometimes in the rare occasion, it's the it's the emptiness of the whole thing or the lack of anything else. It's yeah. like it's like my timepiece is better because it has only what you need. Yeah. To do the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right? it's like <clears throat> neural neural crowns. Yeah. I make a big big deal about neural crowns. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's I might like, make too much of a deal about it. It's like uh it's like when you know when I'm talking about like the the fanboys, you know, like you can be an Omega fanboy, a Seiko fanboy, a Grand Seiko fanboy, a you know, Rolex fanboy, because you know, and when you get to the status of being a fanboy is when that happens, when you you, yeah. you start putting you're gonna put whatever makes your watch good to you ahead of everything else just because that's what you like and you know you're gonna have blinders about it yeah and, and this is normal yeah you know? because i'm I'm becoming like a a left-handed crown guy and, and yeah. the only reason why like i almost like i said earlier i almost chose the sector deep instead of the marathon yeah because like if you've never worked in like a maritime environment especially if you're like in engineering or anywhere where you use your hands a lot mm-hmm. you know having that left-handed crown um, some people say, well, it digs into your wrist. Yeah, but it's not hitting anything at that point. Yeah, I, I don't get all kinds of stuff, man. Like, I can't tell you. Like, one day when we sit down and break bread, I'll just, it'll look weird at the restaurant. People will probably think that one of us is proposing the other one. <laughs> I'll be showing you my hands. I'll be like, look at my hands, bro, because they're scarred up. There's just like little yeah. scars everywhere because I, I had big hands. Yeah. And um, when I used to do maintenance, when I first came to the Navy, I would do them on our breathing apparatuses, right? And those are the old ones, the OBAs, where you yeah. slid these canisters these oxygen canisters in them right and they had two rods inside this thing that was like this two rides that rods that guided the canister in all the way so it would seat yeah well you had to change those guide rods out or adjust them so imagine like a hole like this big it's like the size of like binoculars from star wars are really small ones right yeah and i got my hands in there trying to manipulate i'd come out at lunch dude and my hands would just have all little bloody cuts on <laughs> yeah yeah because you know what i mean and it's like it's a, the left-handed crown thing. I think if I was still in, I was still doing like lots of physical labor would be a legit thing for me. Yeah. I, I just, I can see my, I could see me having my hands in there. I could see my crown and then something get like, messed under up, my yeah. crown or something like that. And then I go to pull it. You know, yeah. And I'd be sad. Yeah. And I, you know, I have a thing lately for the left-hand crowns and the, the four the like four o'clock crowns because i the between singing and notice i just love those damn crowns like yeah singing does the either four or like eight o'clock crown and then you know notice has that nine o'clock uh crown and dude i i gotta say like i don't honestly i don't feel the crown from the sector deep digging on to me at all no i don't and that's the thing is i don't do enough um stuff anymore when my hand goes back at that angle yeah you know it's a very like pronounced even, angle man like, like even you, yeah like even if i was doing push-ups yeah right, which i've done push-ups and like it's not because yeah. like your your hand has to be so out of whack yeah for that thing to get but but when you have a regular crown oh uh, yeah that's what i was gonna say like that push-ups probably, do it. yeah exactly you no know? 
Yeah. Because if you're in the military, you should do some push-ups once in a while. Exactly. <laughs> Probably a little bit more than every hey, six man. months. I'm just saying. You know? You know? So, dude, I have like, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I have no issue with that left hand crown digging into me at all. Yeah. I've never, I've never experienced it. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Let me, uh, let's see. Cause I have like 20 more jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking. <clears throat> so for infantry, the good old army yeah. infantry, I was like, you know, I'm going to give the infantry some pretty cool watches. I'm going to give the infantry the Seiko Turtle. Yeah, baby. Because I think the Seiko Turtle is a is a really nice tool watch that, dude, you can do whatever with it. A lot of, it's just a strands, strap monster. You can do, it, it, it's just, it's been, what haven't been said about the Seiko Turtle, right? So It's good enough for Martin Sheen. It's good enough for me. Exactly. I don't have to say much about it. But then I was like, you know, I want to give, because, you know, watch companies always have the whole idea of military watches should be field watches and they're small and all this. Mm. So I was like, I'm going to pick a type of watch that's like that. But obviously I did not want to go with the khaki navy because <laughs> that's what everyone everyone yeah. is going to go with or think that I'm going to say. So I was like, I'm going to go with a Hamilton, but I'm going to go with the Murph 38. Oh, so, Yeah. I was like Murph thirty eight, you know, it's uh, it gives a little bit vintage vibes. It's thirty eight millimeters, you know, this is pretty good, easy to read. Yeah, that's pretty definitely simple, um, man. yeah, doing uh, two point land navigation at yeah. <laughs> yeah. going out for a steak dinner at nineteen hundred. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. That, it's such a, it's such a, it's it's timeless. Yeah, that's a timeless watch. That's a timeless watch, especially the hands. Yep. Yeah. You know, you know what? You know what's weird about Hamilton, man. I think what? I've told you that before. What? They're almost too well made. There's something about every Hamilton I've ever held. Yeah. Where some they're too. What's that movie? Um, they're just too well made. Stepford Wives. It's like the Stepford Wives. Have you ever seen the Stepford Wives? Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like something's not right. It's too good. I feel, I feel like that with their, and I guess, you know, some, some other podcasters, uh, like, like the, like the Riz Cheese guys, they're probably going to curse me out, but um, they're jazz masters. I feel like that with the jazz masters from, from Hamilton. I don't understand them. Yeah, I'm like I don't know, and and Schmidt loves the jazz master. You know, I'm like, you know what it is though. Know. Like we don't listen to jazz, <laughs> which is a crime because it's a, you know the only true yeah. American. They say it's the only true American yeah. music, which I think the people in West Virginia would argue. Will argue? I, I think they would seriously argue that. Um, but uh, yeah, because I've seen them, and like, and I'm and I'm glad you brought that up because like when I was first in, you know, I think with most people when they first get into watch collecting or watch enthusiasts, right? Yeah. At a certain point, you're looking for like cool for your money because you're yeah, not yeah, ready yeah. to spend like a butt ton of money yet, right? On something. Exactly. Yeah. So you're like scrolling Joma shop. You're, yeah. you're scrolling Amazon and you're like, what do you see? Jazz. Yeah. It's not as expensive as the whatever, whatever, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it looks pretty cool. 
but it, and then it creeps into your mind. You're like, something's not right. Like, why are these so affordable? Why don't you see people reviewing them? Why don't you see people talking about them just in general? Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's different, like in very non-scientific study, but of course there's the hot watches that come out and people are always talking yeah. about them. But then there's some watches where you look at that they're getting talked about all the time. And some of them, you know, there's, there's samurais that people still review. There's, yeah. there's turtles that people still review that have, you know what I mean? Like, and the turtle's not even really bringing anything new to the table. It's just yeah, a turtle this year. That's a different color. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, Hamilton is like, unfortunately Hamilton is like Tiso. Like they put out so much watches, so many watches and a, a lot of their watches I don't know where they're going with it. You know, like, I don't know the strategy behind yeah. it. I don't know where they're going with it. Cause you have Cause a C star, right? I have a C star, a C star. And I like it. Yeah. I'm mad that they don't freaking make it smaller, but I, I sat in front of a, I sat in front of a watch cabinet the other day. Yeah. Looking at a C star. Yeah. Trying to talk myself into it. And I'm like, it's, I know it's a dive watch. Yeah. I know it's a capable dive watch. Yeah. I know that I don't go diving. Yeah. So it shouldn't matter, <laughs> but yeah. I am a sailor and yeah. it was just like, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's like, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. And I don't like the poo-poo brands. It, it, there's certain, there's lots of cool, like I talk about this, there's lots of cool stuff that I can look at and appreciate, but something has got to sing to me about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, it's like, Sweet Swiss divers, man. The Spanish it was gonna come out there very bad, but <laughs> Swiss divers, it is very different. The case language, right? The design language compared to like a Seiko or Japanese divers. So yeah. like, did like, it's it's hard because sometimes when you start falling in love with like <laughs> Japanese divers, it's like do you think it's do you think it's because when you grow up on an island chain and. Uh... <laughs> Fishing's like your major, one of your major economic viable products that you might understand. Um, diving <laughs> a, a little bit more than, yeah, that's for sure. Country. Yeah. I'm just wondering, but you know, like, I don't know what it is, but like, you know, like I'm a, admittedly, a Grand Seiko fanboy, and if Grand Seiko ever came out with a diver that was smaller than. Goddamn 50, 50, 45 millimeters, you know, yeah. without the luck to lug, um, I will sell everything I have to buy it, but <laughs> including myself. What but, do you think uh, about that spring drive one they have? The the one that Mark from Long Island Watch owns. Yeah. I the, should know the number off top of it, but I don't remember. Yeah. I don't, dude, I'm he's a got that, fan he's got that blue, the, he's got yeah, that, uh, the blue that dial one. That thing's freaking yeah. insane. It's, I love it. And it's those ones, the Evolution 9 ones, are the smaller versions of their divers that they have ever made. But I, I just want it to go a little bit smaller, a little bit. I don't even, like, you know, people say, give me even the same, but uh -huh. with a really good bracelet so that they can compete with the Submariner or whatever. And I'm like, I don't even care about the bracelet because if I if I don't like the bracelet, I can change it for something else. Yeah. You know, but the case itself... I can't change. So like, I want it to be smaller, you know? Yeah. So, and, uh, and did I just, I don't know, but I'm no, not you're right. Mad about, yeah. I have a, I have a Bell and Ross BR0192. Yeah. By all, by all accounts, I should love that thing. I just don't wear it. It's too damn big. Yeah. 
and I have a yeah. huge wrist and it's, I'm a big size wrist and it's just, it's too big. Yeah. And that's, me. that's the thing that, that pisses me off, but you know, the, the, the Swiss divers, they don't, they tend to wear differently. And, and with the TSO sea star, it's smaller than, uh, than, than the Grand Seiko divers, but still it just, it feels, it feels, it feels different. So like, that's why I took the, with the sea star, that's why I took the bracelet off because the bracelet to me, I didn't really enjoy too much. Um, it was comfortable, but the way it made it look, I didn't enjoy it too much. So I put yeah. that elastic NATO style <laughs> on it that has the, the sweet colorway. And um, I like the way the, the band pop. Um, and I like it. I just think Tiso needs to make it smaller. And, and, they did. They made us. They made us see stars. This forty millimeters, mm -hmm. but then it's, it's the quartz version. And yeah. uh, and and I like the the powermatic uh, eighty movement because it's probably one of the the most accurate watches I have. I'm surprised they don't talk. I, and maybe they do, and I just don't. I miss it in my day to day walking around. But I'm surprised they don't make that more of a selling point. Because I think the average person, if you, if they just have a basic understanding about them, automatic watches, but they don't really want to like collect yeah. watches, you, you could sell that as like, yeah. I don't know, throwing a throwing a free watch winder with it, you know. Yeah. I mean, this is the only watch you need. Yeah, eighty hour power reserve. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. Like, if you have a second watch, then yeah. you have a watch winder to you know yeah. wind everything around. I mean, it's such a cool feature that yeah. I think, I think. It, I think would appeal to the person who's got just enough knowledge to be dangerous, but yeah. doesn't want to, doesn't yeah. want to be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> no, themselves. I agree. Like, you know, and it's crazy because it's one of the watches that I have that actually last probably the full amount that the power yeah. reserve should be. Cause yeah. I have, a, I have some watches that don't, which typically doesn't bother me at all. Cause I'm like, you know, I rotate them anyway. Yeah. They don't bother me at all. Um, but yeah, the so they're definitely not listening and they'll probably don't give a, a crap about what I say, but if they made a 40 millimeter C star with, um, you know, um, automatic, the powermatic 80 movement and just add more colors, make it put some green in there and shit. That'll be, that'll be a pretty cool watch. Um, yeah. I think that's a good way to go now anyways, especially yeah. in the dive category. Yeah. Like if you're going to make something. Yeah. Like offer some colorways. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You know what I mean. People like, are going back into color. You know, yeah. like a lot of people like color, and and shit like that. So, um, it, I think it would be a great move. But I will say, you know, it doesn't really make a lot of sense monetarily wise for Tiso because I don't think it's one of the. It's not one of the most uh, sought after watches that they have. So yeah. So um, Sucks I too. guess I guess make a a. a PRX diver, I guess. <laughs> it's weird because I've owned a Tiso, yeah, and I I've owned a Hamilton. Yeah. I had a Hamilton Quartz Chronograph World Time. Oh, okay, yeah, pretty yeah. pretty nice, but it was big. Yeah, yeah. I sold it, and yeah. I had a Tiso T Navigator. Okay, which was cool, and that's when I was in. I need to get something cool for the money yeah. phase. Yeah, yeah, and I got it, and I was like, well, it's not that cool. And, uh, <laughs> I ended up yeah. selling it. You know, yeah, it was cool in concept, yeah, but 
the execution and the wearability, not so much. Yeah, because you know, Tiso had that concept of uh of a touchscreen watch. Yeah, that thing was really, really cool. far back. Yeah, really old, really ways yeah. back in years. You know, like, like it's pretty crazy that they don't bring that up. But um, you know what? Yeah. You know what Seiko needs to bring out? What a samurai with a doxa bezel. <laughs> That'd be pretty yeah. sweet. Then, oh man, I, I love those <laughs> doxa bezels, man. Doxa bezels. You know, uh, freaking uh, doxa is another one that I think people. What turns off people from it is the power reserve, you know? Yeah. Because Doxa is a great watch, but then the power reserve is 40 hours, 42 max, I think. So people people get turned off. Which yeah. I again, think in the, I think I think I think we've discussed this. People pick and choose what they want to be pissed off about. Yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. Like like they'll be like, Doxa's power reserve is only 40 hours. Yeah. But then like Plenty of other companies have forty-hour power reserves and yeah. gush all over their watches. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I tell you what, it's, it's it might be a forty-hour power reserve, but you can read that motherfucker in, in the deep, <laughs> deep, deep ocean. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you have no issue. It's like if you had two. It's like if you had two kids on your team, like for basketball, and they were both yeah. like six five. <laughs> but you're like, uh, Tim, you can only run a four point eight forty. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, but Stevie runs a four point eight forty. Like, yeah, but Stevie plays great defense. Like. No, it's yeah. just, you're literally complaining about the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me see. What else? So for uh for the really cool snipers. Oh, for sure. the really cool snipers. You know, I was like, snipers like it a lot of times they're gonna be alone. Well, with the spotter, obviously. Yeah. They get they're a team of two. But um they're gonna be very isolated. So a bridling emergency. Right? <laughs> I was like, hey, a bridling emergency. Something happens. There you go. Right there and there. Brightling emergency. We need to get I mean, a little sniper who's on more... the show because what I yeah. want to know is if you're a sniper and you have a brightling emergency and you actually use it, they... do the other snipers talk smack to you and you they... get back to the office? They probably will. They probably will. But I was thinking, you know, there's probably very few other professions that are as sketchy as a sniper. <laughs> so yeah, give me that I think, sketchy. I think that's okay. Yeah. Give him that sketchy uh element of Brightling and then the emergency, uh, so that the, the other snipers can make fun of you. That thing's got um, a lot of crowns on it. Dude, that, that thing is huge. Holy smokes. Eighteen thousand dollars. Oh wait, yeah. That's for the PVD looking one, I think. Wow, man. That thing's pretty cool. Yeah, hey, you get yeah, an man. extra strap for 110 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, five bars is... of water resistance, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think a sniper is oh, going to be in the water, but it is 21.6 millimeters thick. Yes, that thing is huge, man. Hey, but it's, it's titanium, huge. man. It is titanium. He ain't going to fill it. He ain't going to fill it. Two ounces. He ain't going to fill it, right? But um, then. You know, in a more serious note, uh -huh. I was like a Seiko SPB two five five. This uh, is a PVD, all black. Oh, okay. With, with sixty two mask case. Yeah, with sixty two mask case, 
Um, it's, See, my uh, Spanish came out sixty-two yeah, moss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All uh, all you know, blacked out oh, yeah. with brown. It has that. You know, hey, bro, that website I showed you. Yeah. Which we weren't. We're not going to name here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they had one there. Hey, there's you. There you go. If you're a sniper. No, no. Look it up. <laughs> I don't. Want... Yeah. I don't... So you know, I was thinking a sniper needs to be. A little yeah. bit concealed. This yeah. has all muted colors, you know. Yeah. Basically, it's very pretty muted. Uh, even the strap is brown. Yeah, it um, came, comes on a NATO style strap. Yeah, NATO style strap, brown, and um, oh, it comes with a rubber strap too. PVD, yeah, PVD coated. So, hey, yeah, but that's like it. it I mean, it looks almost gray in the PVD coating. Yeah, I'm pretty it's, sure it's it's uh, it's, it's, uh, it's black. Yeah, but it, it doesn't have almost. shine to it. No, so it makes it look a little bit. Uh, Throwing to, to the gray yeah. side, yeah. If you're a sniper from the water, it's got a screw down crown and a case. Exactly. Hey, screw down crown. So I thought I thought that was a pretty good, pretty good, uh, pretty good pick for for more a serious pick for. for they only made 5,500 of them, though, so you got to yeah, get out. Yeah, you got to get out there and get it. So, yeah. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure any Seiko PVD would do. <laughs> you know? yeah. But but I wanted to pick the SPB 255 because it has that 62 miles. Uh, uh case you know that's a really cool love, case so has yeah. drill lug holes too exactly by the picture now right above right next to sniper i have the uav operators the oh. uav operators so you know i was like we know <laughs> that <laughs> uav operators uh tend to uh to sell their job as their pilots, you know, they're oh. they're full blown pilots. Dude, I wish I had, I'll tell you a funny story. Hey, they have to wear the bomber jackets, and yes. you know, because they're pilots. Um, so because of that, I said, you know, I'm gonna give them the citizen nighthawk, all <laughs> all all blasted out, you know, the blue angel pilot, one? yeah, the 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 pilot watch out there from citizen. So citizen nighthawk, it sounds cool. It's a pilot watch and you know it goes with your bumper jacket. So yeah. um I, I've seen these, they have make the exchange. Yeah, exactly. So that now I picked uh on this one, I picked three watches. It was a, an actual um <laughs> citizen nighthawk, right? Another aviation uh watch, uh Laco Oxberg, which is uh old school pilot watch, right? Yeah, but if if you want to get profiled. Pick up a Laco. Exactly. <laughs> dangerous times, my friends. Yeah, dangerous times. And then is that a, is that a German? Is that a Flieger? Is uh, uh, yes, a, sir. Is a Flieger? Yes, yeah. sir. Come to my office. <laughs> and then, um, and then I decided, you know what? Um, UAV guys are a little nerdish. You know, they we all know that instead of flying the UAV, that thing is an autopilot. Yeah. Um, and they're using their gaming chair to watch uh, Dragon Ball Z. So I said the Swatch Dragon uh, Divine Dragon is uh, is uh, is a watch for a UAV pilot. Oh man, I can't wait to see this thing, dude! Oh my gosh, is it the Shenron? Yeah. Holy, that's crazy, dude! That thing is insane. My own computer is telling me I don't have uh, I don't have access to view this. I don't know what you're about. My computer, dude. Oh man, think, that thing's cool. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think this describes the, 
it's uh it's Is it grabbing some, cookies it's some balls that they fucking use and, oh uh, dragon balls yeah 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 i was like dude how'd they ever get away with naming that show that let's let's just dude, talk about this dragon balls, balls. <laughs> it's not dragon ball z exactly it's dragon balls yes yes so you know i don't know vegeta. they got a vegeta the vegeta one's cool man purple yeah. strap holy smokes so i thought i thought this watch makes um the characteristics of the this description of a uav pilot oh yeah <laughs> could you and imagine you get, your first, you get your first confirmed kill and you're wearing a cell dude a cell swatch <laughs> You take it to the hey. fossil store and you're like, hey, can you guys engrave the back of this for me? They're like, why? I just need my Gohan watch engraved. <laughs> I'll tell you. My first dude, confirmed kill. I've seen so many UAV Ooh. pilots with bumper jackets and aviator glasses yeah. trying to be Tom Cruise hard as him. <sighs> yeah, I know a group of people who I will not name, but <laughs> they call themselves pilots too. And the rest of us are like, what? Like, okay. Hey, did you know that you could have got the whole Swatch X Dragon Ball Z set? The whole the set? The whole set. But it's sold out. Imagine oh, that. But imagine they made that. it. Each is numbered with only 997 pieces available. That it included been... all seven watches. Also numbered, all of them in their own respective Dragon Ball. Look at that. It's That's a UAV operator wet dream. <laughs> Do you think? Do you think if one of them owns them, when his friends walk in the house or her friends, they just throw the Dragon Ball at them? They probably do. They do they probably throw them do. in the commercial, in the cartoon? I've never seen the cartoon. Uh, I, I know, I know what it means to go Super Saiyan or whatever. Yeah, that's the only thing I know. I don't. That's a cool. It's a cool really, thing. Yeah, but, um, yeah, that's uh, that's for UAV operators. Nice. And then, <laughs> I went with the medics. Oh yeah, the docks, the docks, and uh, I'm not gonna poo-poo the docks because the docks are very no. important, and I yes. need the dock. <laughs> and tomorrow I have a dock appointment, so I need to. I, I was combat lifesaver qualified. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For those, for those CLS of us qualified, and yeah. the medics, the actual medics. So, I thought, what do I want a medic to to be able to do? I want that guy to not have to pay attention to his watch, and pay attention to me because I'm injured. <laughs> so I was like. I'm gonna give him a Timex Iron Man. Oh yeah, hey, the new one. That, the new one, the one that everyone's trying to buy, because because uh, Joko Willing yeah. <laughs> uses it. So I'm gonna give him that one, and um, he doesn't have to worry about much. He knows Man, what I, time it is, and he can I time out. I hope the hell that Timex like drove over to him, dude, and was like, "Here, just take this one for free." Yeah, because he's been the best commercial for Timex. By showing time. his wrist like this. <laughs> Every day. That's it. It's the worst wrist shot of all time because yes. you can't see his wrist. You can't see anything. But it's done more for anyone. But you can see the Timex, though. Yeah. The yeah. beat up as hell Timex. Yeah. Iron Man. So Timex Iron Man. And then I said, okay, so if we want to give him something cool, because I think a medic deserves something cool, I'm going to give him a Seiko SKX. Old school SKX. Which one? The 7, the 9, or the 13? Let's go old school, dude. Seven. Seven. Let's go with the seven. Yeah, no so. hacking a hand watch. <laughs> His watch stops. <laughs> oh man, I was supposed to be. So yeah. you know, um, given something cool that the past history and stuff, but I, you know, um, I think the medic deserves some some cool stuff, and uh, I didn't have any yeah. any funny stuff for them. 
But then I went for the boat guys. You know, the army has boat guys. And uh, our boats are flat in the bottom. You Yeesh. can feel every single movement in the water. They're going to. And they're probably going to sink super quick. So with that in mind, <laughs> with that in mind, I said, you know, I got to give them some really good watches because they're going to probably need them. Can so, I guess what? Can I guess? Can I what guess? Do you think? What do you think? What do you think? A U-boat. Oh, that would have been way too too easy. No, oh, okay. I thought about it, but I was like, yeah. no, I'm not going to give him a U-boat. So Damn. I said, I'm going to give him a Doxa. A Doxa. Okay. Um, pick your, your 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 poison, any Doxa, but it has to be the orange, orange oh, dial yeah. so that they can see because, you know, the army probably uses this in very muddy waters. And uh, when they go down, they can still see it. Yeah. And... Uh, then I went with the Tornik Rabel Paradive. Oh yeah, which I think is that's a really cool, cool looking yeah. watch. It makes it's cool huge stuff. though. It's it's yeah. huge, but I think it's a cool watch. And then I decided, you know what? If these guys go down, the boat guys, they're gonna need some some serious deep, you know, yeah. some serious deep. So we're gonna go with the Rolex Deep Challenge. Oh yeah. And I said, hey, you're an officer. That boat goes down. It doesn't matter how deep it goes. Yeah, which we know that that river is probably not theoretically, that deep, but you could go to the deepest part of the ocean. Hey, and, and you'd be work. fine, and you'd be fine because you, if you're in the deep in the in that area of the ocean yeah. with an army boat, which is yeah. flat at the bottom, yeah. you're gonna go down there. So, so I, I think it's funny. <laughs> I think everyone should listen to this for a second because I think this is this is the beauty of our conversations, right? We have an army guy talking about ship sinking and laughing his <laughs> ass off, and if you could see my face. I just have a look of terror on my eyes because <laughs> like, even if there's like a, a, a national geographic documentary or some crap yeah, and they show a ship sinking, it makes my skin crawl. Yeah. No, Cause I'm the, like, Oh <laughs> man. Like, yeah, that, it's it, just the antithesis of everything that I, but you know, like the crazy thing is if a Navy boat goes down, a Navy ship goes down, you guys have a lot of people in the bottom part of the ship. Yeah. So me. yeah, there's a lot of people. And I'm not even really all the way down the bottom. Yeah. But my, my rating, I, I, there's a probability that I'm going to be a little bit higher up in the ship. You yeah. Know? But no, there's a lot of people that are not, it's not yeah. going to be good. No. But yeah. the thing about the army boats is they have no underneath. It's all flat. Everyone is on top. So you better know how to swim and have a yeah. Rolex deep challenge. <laughs> You know, I just I just looked up the watch that I couldn't remember what it was. And yeah. it's not a Grand Seiko. It's okay. the Seiko Prospects LX collection. Oh, the LX. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the crossover before going to Grand Seiko. Yeah. So Mark has the um, <clears throat> I think it's the SNR049, the one that's blue on the bottom with black yeah. on the top. I think I saw the video where he said yeah. they designed that to look like when you're going from the atmosphere to outer space. Yeah. Dude, Dude that's the all gray one of that thing, the 051. Yeah. Dude, the I, looks I would, the looks line trade is fucking amazing. That. Yeah. The I looks look, line is fucking crazy. I would I would trade all my stuff in for that. Yeah, I know. It's uh dude, it's, those those watches are sexy. And it, you know, it, I don't know. It, it, you know what's crazy? I don't remember who I was I was listening to, and they were talking about Grand Seiko. And um and maybe they have to focus more. And how they have been coming out with more automatic watches as opposed to spring drive. Mm -hmm. And um, 
and it's crazy because Seiko is picking up on the looks line a lot more spring drive. Yeah. So I guess spring drive is so sense. cool, man. Yeah, it's I guess so it cool. would make sense if they're if they're trying to move into more of a high end, high beat movement. Allow Seiko to use spring drive in their high end lines. You know. Yeah. So mm. it's got a it's got a four o'clock crown. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sexy money. Sexy. So obviously I had to talk about the cool guys. So SF. Okay. And um SF, you know, they're cool guys. And then I have another category for later, but SF are the cool guys. So sketchy as hell. So I'm giving them the Brightling original aerospace, you know, the actual yeah. analog digital um uh watch which time hack has one and uh i think he's is uh, sketchy as fuck so yeah. it fits yeah. <laughs> so sf i think brightling aerospace for the sketchy dudes and then i thought you know what a singing atlas with the green vessel the one that they make for oh, yeah. special operations that's super Ooh, cool that's a sexy watch right there it's quartz so this this is two quartz watches which is crazy because a lot of people are there when they think SF, they think Submariners, Omega. I went completely um, uh, not automatic with quartz watches. So Breitling Aerospace and Sanguine Atlas, Atlas uh, with the Green Vessel. I think those are sexy watches to have. Though you know, Sanguine, we, we you know you guys all know that I freaking love Sanguine, but with the Breitling, I think Breitling is cool because. It's something that is used across the globe a lot. So, you know, it hides that side of, you know, you don't have to to be a military guy, you know? Yeah. So I, I thought that was two pretty cool choices. And then we have in the Army, the wannabe SF. <laughs> this is going to piss off a lot of people. The wannabe SF Rangers, right? Oh man, <laughs> the opinions man. of Alex do not necessarily yeah. reflect those of the yeah. guys. So <laughs> mind own but no, for real, the Rangers. Uh, so Rangers are a little bit more tactical, right? So I went with two very crazy choices in here. I obviously couldn't pass the close connection of an Army Ranger and a Tudor Ranger. Oh yeah, that thing's so, cool, man. I like that piece. I, I like it, man. I think it's weird, you know. I think it's a, it's a little it's a little uh, crazy. And honestly, you know nuts. Ranger, I, yeah, Ranger you know dudes nuts. Are, are crazy. Yeah, I think I get the sketchy guy, Brightling SF thing. Yeah, but I think if you were really like in amongst the people, yeah, yeah, that Tudor Ranger blends oh, in. Dude, dude that Tudor Ranger is sexy. It's sexy. It the definitely Brightling blends screams, in. The Brightling yeah. screams like I'm either here to help. Uh, start up a hospital <laughs> where I'm selling eight balls. Like eight there's, balls, yeah. there's there's no in between. Like, yeah, just, no in between. No yeah. in between. You might but, be doing both. Yeah, you might be doing both. But uh with the Rangers, you know, they're a little bit more tactical. So I decided I couldn't go past the connection with the Tudor Ranger. So Rangers, a Tudor Ranger. I think that's a pretty cool watch. And then a little bit extremely all you know, simple as hell. 
so they can concentrate on killing MFs around the world. A Casio <laughs> F91. Oh, yeah. Easy, Easy as man. hell, simple. Strap that thing in and just go kill MFs, you know? Yeah. So, which. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? What? You're dying. You're, you're, you're on the battlefield. You're dying. And the person that kills you steps over you and they have on F91W. <laughs> hey, it's, I mean, it's the last thing you see, dude. It's, and I get are it. you a failure? Like, I, are, get, like dude, I get the, the irony, the fact <laughs> that we fought in, uh, in Afghanistan and Iraq for so long. And the F91 is the bomber's watch, you know, the yeah. ID, IED maker, uh, watch. So, um, I get the irony. But what better than to kill them and show them that you wear their own watch? Hey, <laughs> this came out of your this came out of your factory. <laughs> so, you know, it's uh, I thought a uh, Tudor Ranger and Casio F ninety one was a good choice for the Rangers. That's awesome. So I concur. Yeah, I mean, Tudor Ranger is a, is a is a crazy looking watch, and and uh, Rangers are crazy. So awesome. I'll give that to them. So. Then I went with uh, helicopter pilots, and I bulked in all of them together. Mm. And this one, I gave them the Citizen Skyhawk, not the Nighthawk, like I gave the Ultra Pilots of the UAVs. Yeah. yeah, the Citizen Skyhawk, and I gave them the Sanging Overlord. Yeah, the Overlord's cool. Yeah, I think I like that GMT. You know, you can you can track a couple times. Is that the zones. one with the yellow hand? That's a yellow hand one, right? Yeah. Yellow hand. Yellow Man, hand. I, I almost, I almost bought that thing one day, Yeah. but it's like, I'm waiting for another one. Yeah. Cause I got the gypsy and I think I love that one so much. Yeah. That I'm like, I'm just going to kind of wait. Dude, I love the gypsy. Yeah. Oh man. You know what, um, what I pick is a funny watch for them. Hmm. We all know that I... <laughs> lately there's been a lot of hel- helicopter pilots that have got into NASA. Really? Yeah. A, a lot of helicopter pilots that have got into NASA. So really? and trying know. and trying trying uh to go to NASA. So they they trying out. You know why? NASA. Why? Because I, I didn't I read something that Mars's atmosphere will support kilos. Yeah, that's what they were talking about. Yeah. So um I chose oh, I chose that there's there's a connection there. So I chose yeah. I chose the moon swatch. <laughs> Oh, it's man. a moon swatch, man. You know, so hey, you want to go to you want to go to NASA? Me, so. Excuse me, warrant. You're out of uniform. <laughs> nah, going to them. You you need a, Mars you need one. a moon swatch. So oh, nice choice. Yeah. Now for my own job, my own job with uh, communications, which uh, I talked about about Intel being nerds, but I don't mm-hmm. think there is more nerds in anywhere in the military than uh, communications. Or oh, IT no. specialists, or <laughs> I got you beat. I got you going, but I'll, I got you beat. So for us, um, I picked the Seiko Risk Computer. Yeah, man, easy. Man. <laughs> that thing, that thing's cash money. Dude, that thing is cash money for a nerd. So I was and you like, know, and you, you know what they would, you know what they would have wore before the digital, what what world they would have wore a a flighty. Seiko flight oh, master. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A flight master. A flight. They would have calculated how much fuel they were using going to work <laughs> with their wristwatch. But this is for a plane. So, yeah, I drive my truck. <laughs> and then you know, 
then they would have moved on to the Seiko Risk computer, which it was oh, crazy because one yeah. of them was made by like Epson. Oh and yeah, I was like, man, fuck, uh, Epson. Hey man, man, they were listen. You know what's crazy, man? Like, I don't think people get, and like people that were stationed in Korea know, people that were stationed yeah. in Japan know, just how far behind technically we are. Right. Yeah. And I and I realized that my first deployment in 1996, 1996, dude, I get into a cab in Bahrain. And we were told, do not ride in the front seat of a cab unless you absolutely have to. And it was for interesting reasons why. But so we're on the back seat and the guy was like, hey, do you want to put, you want to put the radio on for you? Like, yeah, we'll put the radio. And this guy, it's 1996, man. Yeah. He had the, the stereo display with like the moving like car on it driving. Yeah. yeah. You know, like actual graphics. Yeah. I didn't That's see crazy. those stereos in the United States till like 2003 or four. And I remember, I remember going back from, from, from deployment. I was like, dude, this guy had a stereo. And of course their, their cabs are like Mercedes Benz's, but the stereo was aftermarket. And I just remember saying to myself, like, we get so screwed here on technology, man. They got, and my, and my friends that would come back from Japan being stationed out there or something like that were like, dude, you should see the televisions, the, the vending machines, the, this, the, that, you know, the cell phone, when cell phones came out, like their cell phones were like, you know, banging early on, you know, it's just, so you see some of these watches and you're like, oh yeah, Epson used to make some really cool crap. Yeah, man. Yeah. Back in the day, day, you know. Back in the day. For the record, um, the Seiko Flightmaster is going for $500 on Amazon right now. Oh, I don't shit. Know, I don't know when that ever became a thing, Damn. but if anybody wants a Seiko Flightmaster that's like brand new, box papers and everything, don't hesitate <laughs> to reach out. Because I'll sell it to you for a lot less than $499. Man, that's crazy. Hey, there you go. I might tell some of the first. nerds in my office to see if they want. <laughs> Send me some message in binary. Yeah, dude. I sat. I sat down on a leaders briefing today. That it was. Did I couldn't care less. It was so much nerdism in that damn briefing. I was like, "This is ridiculous. Like, why are we even worrying about this? Like, it was. It was insanity." Yeah, um, I'm, I've always been under the the guise of every meeting should have a decision made at the end of it. Yeah. Or else you can send it to me an email because yeah. it's insane. The amount of yeah. man hours wasted or personnel hours wasted. Yeah. It is insane. So, and, and for the record, I just want to state for everybody here, like we're not talking about nerds like they're bad. I mean, no. <laughs> if you could see my screen, I got a Warhammer 40K banner yeah. behind me. Like I got yeah. some watch books. Like yeah. I mean, you know, I'm wearing glasses. I'm part of the I'm part of the nerd club, so yeah. you know when we're talking about Como, that's hey, I work in in, in there, so yeah, it's, I'm talking about myself. But you know, one cool thing, when I first got to Alaska, I think, actually, I think I was talking to Time Hack, and he was asking me about watches and working around communications equipment like satellites and stuff like that, and um, and if I had any issues with him. And I, I really never uh-huh. did, but I thought I'm going to give this Como nerds an actual, uh, extremely shock resistant, uh, mil- like watch. Right. Mm-hmm. And people are, there going to think, oh yeah, sure. The Rolex Milgauss, right. Is the thing now is, is gone. The Omega Aquaterra is fif- 15 yeah. times. Fif- 50,000 gals. Yeah, 15 times what the male gals had. 
Yeah. Everyone's like, why they discontinue the milk house? Because they're yeah. going to go find more gauss. I mean, exactly. They... <laughs> so, yeah. So the Mega Aquaterra, for those uh, nerds that want something nice and their officer maybe or, or want something yeah. cool. Rolex and, has uh, got a bunch of interns out searching for Gauss right now. For Gauss. Like, they just can't looking for Gauss. <laughs> and then, Sorry, sir. you know, when, when I made the joke about Rangers and stuff yeah. like that, there is there is a regular army MOS, regular army job that they think they're Rangers. And uh, that's the <laughs> scouts. <laughs> that's the scouts. So, hey, you know, if you're if you're a scout out there, don't get mad. I'm just joking, but you know it's true. Um, <laughs> so, um, with those with the scouts, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give him something something cool. I'm gonna give him something cool because I knew I was gonna crack the joke. Oh no! So I have to give him something cool. So a CWC diver. Oh, okay. Yeah. So a CWC diver. You know, I, I think that's a pretty cool watch. It's uh, it's stealthy. Yeah. So you can do your scouting. It has what and, we uh, like to say in the industry as provenance. Provenance, exactly. So I thought that was a cool watch for 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 a scout. And um, you get a do you get a tab for being a scout? So no, you don't get a tap for being a scout. You get a tap for Ranger SF. You get a, a tap for Sapper, which is the engineer version of of the Rangers, dude. Okay. The fighting between Rangers and Sapper about what is more difficult, what school is more difficult. Yeah. It is insanity. It's insanity. Like you get into a talk and you think I'm talking shit about yeah. about these guys, the Sappers and the Rangers talk the most shit about each other that you can ever hear anyone spilled out like it's is there, a, is there a sapper challenge it there is there is a there Why is don't a, they show that on tv dude it's a it's the best they they do everything the rangers have the yeah. sappers have best ranger competition best sapper competition it, dude it's it's insane like yeah. it, it's crazy and if you it's crazy because if you in a in a in a in a sapper unit an engineer unit and you're a sapper and a ranger, yeah. you better put the sapper tab on top of the ranger tab. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, we <laughs> have the same thing. So, yeah. like, you know, we have warfare designators, right? And I have two of them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my primary one is surface warfare because I was on a ship. I'm the ship guy. Yeah. And sometimes you'll see people that, you know, technically whatever capacity you're serving in, that one has to go on top. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you'll see the people that show up to a ship and they'll have, like, their air warfare above their surface warfare. And you're like, nah, shipmate. That's yeah, let's get this fixed. Yeah, no, I you mean, know. but the they the argument is insanity. It's insanity. Like, even for me, I'm like, all right, I, I'm gonna dip out. You guys handle it. But it's a uh, it's it's crazy, dude. I'm gonna tell you something. That's what I love. You know, as we get close to wrapping this thing up, this is what I love about the military. And I hope people understand. If you're if you're listening to us and you're not military, you know, maybe you're military affiliate or something, but. There's so much accomplishment going on in the military, right? That you, like, I'm, I don't even know what the scout sounds cool, right? Like it's probably yeah, cooler yeah, than anything I've cool. ever done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it just shows you there's someone just waiting to pee on them. Oh, dude. You know? We you know pee on I mean? everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like the second someone gets their scout thing and they're like, yeah, I'm a scout. And someone comes over and like, I'm a sapper. Like, exactly. You know what I mean? Dude. Kind of thing. It's crazy. Like it's it's hilarious. And there's a respect uh, there because I I don't think people understand that. There's a respect. Like you only get your chops busted for being that because you actually became that. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like 
and it's like it's a uh, it, it always my favorite one of my favorite movies black hawk down it's like yeah listen here sergeant when yeah <laughs> when we get to the five yard line you're going to need my rangers yeah <laughs> you know? yeah and you're like what's yeah. all these football analogies but you probably went to the academy you know what i mean I like, yeah, yeah that's probably exactly what happened yeah you know but yeah you, you you're totally right you know like freaking it, it, it's how we are you know we yeah. we're gonna we're gonna talk shit because we know you did something cool so we don't talk shit about the cool shit that you did you yeah know? but i just <laughs> so, want to state here for the record for anyone listening that's not u.s military affiliated yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you come, you come talk and smack to us. Oh, yeah, that's different. Then we, then we collectively become us. <laughs> exactly, that's different. You, you gotta be, you gotta be part of the military to talk shit about things yeah. in the military. Like you can't, you can't, you know. Well, because it's crazy, man. People will talk about stuff and they don't, you know. It's like, you want to drop the term now? Let's just, let's just close out the show dropping the term now. One of our favorite terms is fake triots, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll just leave that out there. There's tons of fake triots, like they're. They're super patriots, but like, but how about you sign up? How about you sign up? And then how about you go, yeah. you know, you yeah. go through boot camp, you go through your training. How about you, you know, put your life in danger and then come back and still do your job after yeah. you yeah. face stuff like that, because it's happened to a lot of us. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. the reason why we laugh. It's the reason why we mm -hmm. joke around. It's the reason why we group together and, you know, share resources and stuff like that, because you have to have someone next to you that understands that. Yep. You know what I mean? To understand that there's there's a little bit of pain in all that joking around. You know yep. what I mean? Oh yeah. There's 100%. A little bit of pain in that joking around. One hundred percent. And you know, like freaking the Patriots, for those that haven't heard of the term, I know you have heard this though. Is the guys that go to to talk to you and they always say, I almost joined, but <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I, I would have went to boot camp, but I would have punched yeah, that drum structure. Yeah, exactly, face. exactly. So, you know, hey, if you're if if you're one of those, maybe it's just a it's, this is just a a, a check. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really easy to go to the Army Navy store and buy some. Exactly. Buy some pants. Exactly. You know. So, yeah, you know the the I mean, I had a lot more jobs, but the one the one one the one I want to cover before we start closing mm -hmm. is the the super cool guys, the Delta guys, right? Um, and for those ones, I gave them the ultimate Blanc Pond 50 Fathoms. Oh yeah, man. Dude, that's a cool watch. Dude, that's a cool watch. Yeah. That's, that's like, cool that's like when you got to blow up a bridge at nine yeah, and then have dinner with a shake at like six, 6 PM. That's what the, that's when, when you have companies formed by the government just for your fake alias. <laughs> shit like that, dude. So, you know, but no, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'll, in all in all, uh, I think it's, uh, we, there's, well, you know, the, cra the crazy part and the great thing about this show was, is like, it kind of showed, like, we literally touched on maybe like one, one fiftieth of every single job we exactly. could ever touch on in yeah. the military. Yeah. There's so many people doing so, so much stuff and, and it's easy to sit back. Like, like I always joke about the Navy. I'm like, the majority of us are just civil service workers. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like a ship, yeah. a ship is a small city. Yeah, yeah. And 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 there's and there's those of us that are qualified to fire weapons, those of us that aren't. There's those of us that, you know, maintain engines and operate engines. Those are those of us that look yeah. radars and you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, you take away any group of people on that on that ship, and it's gonna be much, much harder to accomplish that mission. It's gonna be difficult. And you know, we directly support 
you know, whoever we're, whoever we're cruising by. There's been plenty yeah. of times where we were supporting army units, Marine Corps units, yeah. you know, Air Force units. Um, you know, and I'm going to say right now, if the Space Force thinks for one second they're ever going to do long deployments, it's not going to be <laughs> us. They're sorely mistaken. <laughs> only like, and, and if I'm being honest, like I think the only ones that could really do it would be submariners. Yeah. Because they're like, they can't literally go any, I, I can go outside and like mm-hmm. drink a cup of coffee. Them fools yeah. are stuck, Dude, stuck in a tube for six Out of control, man. You got to, you got to. Rebreathing their air. You got to definitely want it. Yeah. 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 They hot rack, bro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Steve walks out of his rack and you know Tommy high fives him when he's going. Yeah, <laughs> Serious stuff down there. Dude. So, so um, before we close, one thing that we wanted to talk about, and I let Jason talk about this, it's it's about the, you know, we want to talk again about the 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 cuts that yeah. are being proposed about the. Yeah, from just real VA quick. And stuff like yeah, that. the there's been some so the the budget cut proposals come from the president's office essentially, and yeah. uh, the VA put out um, a whole article on the VA website. I'm going to shoot the link to Alex, and he'll put it in the show notes of his show. Um, they're also on my last episode, episode 52 of the Watch Rolling Podcast. But it's a proposed 22 percent budget cut to the VA, and it's just gonna it's going to affect a lot of stuff. And you know, it's pretty serious when the VA is addressing what the budget cuts are going to do to them from the government. So this would be like a a Colonel talking about what their, you know, generals doing. So I think it's important for everybody to understand that. And it's, you know, it discussed medical care and, you know, undermining access to telehealth, worsening wait times, um, preventing some construction of healthcare facilities, um, stuff with the military cemeteries would be bad, uh, cutting some housing for veterans, um, how it might increase food insecurity for veterans and then some depriving mental health services and job training and stuff like that. I really paraphrased it right there, but I'm going to shoot this link to Alex. And then um, we just invite you guys either check it out via his show notes or check it out via my show notes. Cause it's important, especially yeah. for those of you that are getting ready to retire or getting ready to transition out of the military. Um, you know, medical care is expensive. And if you sustain, sustain any kind of injuries, during your service, it's, it's important that you, um, you know, if you have some say so on this or whatever you can do to, you know, kind of make sure that you still have some stuff out there for you by the time you get done. Yeah, no, for sure. It, and it's, it's like you said, man, it's important because, it, you know, if, if we don't understand that things are possibly be on the table to be cut, you know, and, and we don't utilize those programs, they're definitely going to be cut, you know? So, yeah. What so, do we say, man? If you don't yeah, use it, you don't use it, you lose it. Yep. So you you, you know it's it's good information. So if you guys want to um, read about it, go to show notes or yeah. his last uh, Jason's last uh, episode on Watch Rolling podcast and and go to his show notes and um, read about it so yep. we can all stay informed about it. Got and it. also, <clears throat> dun, 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 dun. next week is the. It's on Wednesday is when we'll have the, when I'll have the, the two winners for the two hats for the H, the Hua Dinky. Again, Hua Dinky. It's not the older guys. It's Hua, Hua Dinky. So, um, so, um, we made, we made that, I made that happen from what the idea that Jason had. And, uh, I actually pretty soon they'll, they'll start being sold because I'm going to, I'm talking to a shop here by the bays who's a retiree 
and they're going to make it. They're going to set up a website to order those and you guys order directly to it. So, so good, dude. It's going to be, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And uh, we'll, I can't we'll, have my lifelong legacy be who I think <laughs> I got to do something. I got to go do something. Dude, it's, it's, it's great. So you guys uh, don't worry about, there's only two hats in the giveaway, but in the, in the near future, they'll start being sold. So you guys can purchase them. And guess what? They would not be $80, not even close to $80. So you don't have to yeah. worry about, about, hey, you know what? You could sign those two hats. Yeah. 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 Alex would sign them. Yeah. I'll, I'll sign them inside in case you guys don't like my signature. You can still wear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can still wear them. Um, but yeah. And, uh, and yeah, you know, it's hopefully you guys enjoy the show, the episode. Um, you know, like I said, we can go through many jobs in here yeah. in the military, but it's way too many to do one episode. Yeah. So, um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was about, you know, making this fun, talk about watches, different watches that, you know, people can wear and just fun watches and, and jokes and stuff like that about yeah. different things in the military. So don't get butt hurt. No. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and hopefully you guys enjoyed it. So um, I think we've been, dude, I think this episode has been, it's close to two hours now. Oh, man. <laughs> it's out of okay. control. So time to go. Time to go. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it and have a good one, man. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone.